Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. This is KKFN, KKFN HD1, Longmont, Denver. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Time now for the DenverSports.com front page. Stop what you're doing and listen. Taking a look at the top stories in Denver sports taken from your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. What in the name of Dan Issel? With today's DenverSports.com front page, here's Schlereth and Evans. Who's team here we go. Andrew Mason, our senior Bronco writer at denversports.com. He's out at the Combine, but reacting to some news that came down yesterday with an article titled, It's time for the Broncos to move towards a new practice facility. So the NFLPA put out a survey of its players asking them to comment on the teams that they play for, uh, how they treat players. And there were different categories ranging from treatment of families, food service, weight room, strength coaches, training room, training staff, locker room, and team travel. The Broncos ranked overall in player satisfaction 20th. That's it. Really low rate uh, grades. Treatment of families, D+. Food service, D. Locker room, D+. Is building, you've you spent countless hours in that facility. Yeah. Is it outdated for what today's NFL players oh, sure. need and want? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. There's. I'm sure there are areas like that locker room is not very big and it's not super functional. And so, um, you know, that's going to be that's going to be an issue. And, and, and the space where like where you have that facility, it's a space issue. Right. So that's going to be that's going to be. You know, one of those things is going to get a bad mark. I, I will say this. I'll take some of this NFLPA thing with a grain of salt. Um, because how many guys actually filled out that survey, do you think? Seriously. You tell me. You got, you got uh, 53, 53 guys. 53 guys in there. Practice squad, let's make it an even 60. Okay, 60 guys. How many guys, if you had a venture guess, how many guys do you think actually filled that, that survey out? 40 tops. I bet you seven tops. Seven? I bet you seven guys tops filled that out. And you know who fills things out like that? Guys who want to bitch. That's who fills stuff out like that. I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I know how that, I know how those things go. Like that, you put that in my life. I go, yeah, right, whatever. I, throw, I just, I'll just toss it instantly. I'm not saying it's like it is in college, which is obscene, the the arms race when it comes to facilities for sure, recruiting. Sure. But does it matter to today's NFL player that if you're a free agent or you're with a team mm-hmm. and you're thinking about should I re-sign, do these things play that big of a role? They, I think they play a big role when it comes to recruiting, but not as big as being good, right? Kansas City gets recruits. They're, they're, they're worse ranked than the Broncos are. Some of these older facilities, it, it's hard to, like you talked about the arms race, it's hard to keep up with some of the new facilities that have been built. Um, 
Like just like things like at that facility, Mike, you got to walk outside to go to the weight room. Seriously, you got to walk across the parking lot outside to get to the weight room. Now, first world problems, but right, but a pain in the ass. Okay, right. I mean that's it's the way it is. So there's just some things that you know are some things that are limited based upon you know the structure. Now they've added on to it and everything else, but. You know, from a convenience standpoint and everything else, that, like those things, those things matter. Do they, do they need to build a, a brand new facility? Because they they just invested in the the out uh, the indoor practice facility, no. which is beautiful. The right. no. fields are really no, good. Do you just do you just redo the entire main building? Yeah, you just have just, to redo, maybe extend it. You yeah. know, like pull it out toward the fields a little bit. But the bottom line, one of the things that weren't in that survey were the fields. Like that's one of the most important things to me. And those fields, and my guy Brooksy out there, those fields are impeccable. Well, it helps that you consult. And that I mow them occasionally. But th- the fields are impeccable. And that's not even on the survey. So to me, NFLPA, how stupid are you? Like, seriously, it, what's more important than the turf and the field that you play on and how well they take care of it? From an injury standpoint, of the Super Bowl, right? So the fact that that's not even on there is—it's ludicrous. This is—it's such a faulty little survey. The other thing too is that <laughs> let me tell you, the Avalanche and Nuggets, their practice facilities compared to the majority of the team, it, they are so far buried in the lower half. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. The Nuggets practice on a court that. Is you can find at a lot of middle schools. Right. I mean, I'm on. I'm being honest. And and the Avalanche, you know, they've been over at Family Sports where you know while hockey practice is going on, people are playing laser tag. And yeah. and yet, one team is the defending Stanley Cup champs, and the other is going to be the number one seed in the West right. going into the playoffs. Most so of the guys. How much does it yeah. really matter? Most of the guys in the locker room that fill those surveys out are the Karens of your football team. <laughs> All right, that's they're victims. All right, you just you just I'm telling you, visualized I, it for all. I of us. would be surprised if more than seven guys filled that survey out. Okay, I'd love to get. I'd love to. I'd love to survey how many guys actually filled that out. I really would. I, I'd be shocked. Staying with the uh, Bronco theme again. More from DenverSports.com. We have James Merrillat writing that if the Broncos want to keep Draymond Jones, it's going to be expensive. The numbers now. We can, we can attach some real numbers to Draymond Jones. Making the the rounds is the idea that he's going to be able to command a contract in the range of sixty to seventy million dollars. So I'd assume that's probably right around fifty million of it guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So if he's going to be able to get that kind of contract, you're talking about well, what you've said. This is a guy who is a really good player who could become a great player yeah. moving forward. So why are the Broncos so prepared to let him walk? Because they don't want to pay it, and they, why not? Right, man. They haven't. That was one that they, you know, that was one of the things they misplayed. You know, they they signed Cortland Sutton. They signed, you know, Tim Patrick. And hindsight being twenty twenty, they should have put that money elsewhere, especially the Cortland Sutton bad money. But they still have money. I understand that. I understand they're, they're, that. Right now, I think uh, 
13th, 14th in the NFL with available cap space with a, a chance to create right. a lot more. Mm-hmm. Cap's only going to be going up a, a lot more in the next couple of years. Right. So they can afford yeah. Draymond Jones. So why? Well, again, they misplayed it. You you should have come to him early. You didn't. Okay, but you can him. still. Okay, so you yeah. think this is a case of. The, the personal damage has already been done. The, re, the relationship damage has right. been done. It's not about money. Well, it's about think relationship. About, think about when you have this, when when you are that guy that you feel like you're a budding superstar. They've told you you're a budding superstar, and yet they signed Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton, and where's my money? I'm here right now. I mean, seriously. And so then you they let you play to this point. Do you think you're going to not? test the market. You'd be a fool not to test the market. And then if you've got your choice of places to go, and you can go to a place where not only you're going to get paid, but where you got a better chance to to compete for a championship, you think you're not going there? Of course you are. By the way, quick, well, I'll circle back to this in, in a second, right. regarding you're, you're wrong about something. I doubt it, but go ahead. You want to do it right now? Sure, why okay. not? Uh, according to reports, the NFL poll, NFLPA polled 1,300 players. Mm. So, okay. Math. Here you go. You ready? Mm-hmm. 1,300. Mm-hmm. 32 teams. Go. Yeah. Thir- they polled 1,300. They asked how many guys filled them out and returned them. Dude, I, like, I have been in, I've been in so many of those freaking meetings. I have been in so many where they hand those that, that paper out. I'm I'm just I'm telling you I am hard pressed to say they may have turned that would be my number 40 I said 40 that would be 1300 players polled that'd be 40 per team mad 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 there's one thing I did that in my head there's one thing to pull 1300 players there's a do you when when the NFLPA releases how many players filled them out you let me know Polling 1,300 people and getting 1,300 responses. They're saying 1,300 responders. No, there is... 60% of the league. There, I I would... You're calling BS. I'm calling total garbage on that. Okay. Uh, back to Draymond Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, I, I, don't, I don't get this one because... Let, all right, let's say the relationship got damaged last year. Yeah. You know how easy it is to come back and say, Draymond, hi, Sean Payton, how you doing? Mm. Listen, I don't know what was going on around here last year. Right. Uh, I don't know what they said to you. I don't know how they treated you. Uh, all I can tell you is I'm here now. This is my show. Mm-hmm. I think you're a hell of a player, and I want you to be a Bronco for a long, long time. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that you could instantly repair whatever sore feelings you have just with that one conversation? Okay. okay. Right now. And then and then George Payton comes in and gives you the hometown discount. No, 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 offer. no. No, it has to be. No, then you're talking about a 60 to $70 million deal if right. that's going to be the market for him. Oh, sure. I think John Payton could do that. But again, I think Draymond Jones is going to look at it like, wait a minute, what's the most money I can get and can I go somewhere to win? And there is, is another theory. Here? The other theory is Sean Payton coming in here and saying, uh, I got a lot of holes to fill. And if I'm talking about $50 million of guaranteed money, mm-hmm. I could fill a lot of holes in free agency with that amount of money instead of giving it to one guy. 
That is true. By the way, somebody sent me some analytics thing that I didn't understand. Shocking. Yeah. And it had like the whole NFL. It was, seriously, <laughs> let me just draw you a picture here. You guys follow along. See, Mark, this is how Mark best expresses himself. Like, I express myself with words. Mm-hmm. Mark draws pictures. Mm-hmm. So there was this, like, this <laughs> box like that, Mike. You see this rectangle? Yes, it's a box. Yeah. And it had all the NFL defenses, and they all sat around. That's a circle. They all sat around here in the middle. Uh-huh. And then it had the Kansas City Chiefs out here, out in no man's land in the top right corner, and basically said, it basically, the, the analytics thing, what, what somebody wrote me was, the Kansas City Chiefs absolutely have zero value on defensive like defensive analytics and players and things of that nature. They're all it's all about offense. And I again I didn't didn't understand the graphic except to say that whoever explained it to me said defense doesn't matter. It's basically what they were saying. Defense doesn't matter in today's NFL. Today's NFL defense doesn't matter. Chiefs proved that defense doesn't really matter. You got a couple of big play, you know, a couple of really good players and stuff. But bottom line is, like spending all that money on those guys. And I mean, how many they had, at one point? I think in their nickel package, they had six rookies playing on their defense, winning the Super Bowl. Seriously, and that's why I'm not freaked out about the whole Vance Joseph hiring. Really, when it comes to when it comes to whoever is going to be your offensive guy, whether it's your offensive coordinator or your head coach's play caller, you know what? That matters. Right. That does matter. You know what a bunch of defensive guys and coordinators are saying right now? A defense wins championship. Nope. 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 And you want to know why the, the pool of defensive coordinator candidates was actually pretty deep? Rex Ryan, Vic mm-hmm. Fangio, Matt Patricia, Victor, because there's a lot of them out there that you can easily turn to. Right. And get a decent coach. This isn't this isn't about finding a defensive coordinator that's going to be the Sean McVay of defensive coordinators. Right. This is about finding a defensive coordinator that you can trust if you're Sean Payton to say, hey, look, Vance, I'm going to be over here devoting all of my time to the offense. Right. Can I trust you to take care of the defense? Good. Okay, good. We'll see you on Sunday. That that's all it comes down By to. By the way, I did I watched the bully the bullies of Baltimore. About that 2000 Ravens defense, 16 games, they gave up 10.3 points per game on their way to winning a world championship. I think there was, there was like four or five games. They didn't, like, there was like a, a four, five, six week period where they didn't score an offensive touchdown. They still won like four of six games, something like that. It was, it just in, incredible, incredible. How, how much staying power did that have? How many Super Bowls did that defense, that great defense, and they stayed together for a while? How many Super Bowls they they compile? How many times they go well, back let, to the championship just, well, game? No, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Oh, well, let's bring it back into our own backyard. Yeah. Two, 2015. Right. It was an amazing season, but it didn't prove to be sustainable. So was Wade Phillips a defensive genius, or was it just you had a collection of talent, and he allowed them, and he had a system mm. of playing that really – favored these guys, but it wasn't like he was some mad scientist drawing up mm-hmm. different intricate game plans every single week. It was more like, hey, we're going to go out and hunt this week. We're going right. to attack and we're going to be playing man to man all over the place and we just dare you to win your matchup. We don't think you can. Yeah. yeah you know, I mean... Well, yeah, when you have a, a defense that has... You know, three, four guys, five guys that are unblockable. 
right? And a couple of DBs that are just Von Miller, Demarcus yeah. Ware, Malik Jackson, Derek Wolf, Akeem Talib. Um, uh, keep going, Chris Harris. Oh shoot, Brandon Marshall. Brandon was great. Marshall, Danny Trevathan. Danny, was yeah. great. like I mean, it was. The point being is that when it comes to all this angst over who the defensive coordinator is, it is more about the Jimmys and the Joes yeah. than it is the TJ Ward and, and yeah, they just had man, they just had players, players, just players, and even then, it was a one year deal. Yeah, so. Anyhow. Anyhow. Okay. DMAC writing at denversports.com that the real Russell Wilson has finally arrived in Denver, and it's nice to meet him. The idea that everything that we got last year was just, not only was it a mess, but it wasn't authentic. It wasn't who this real guy, who this guy really is. Whether it's a combination of him being able to ask for things that never should have been granted to him, but they were given to him nonetheless. So he said, sure, I'll take it. But the idea being that whether it is him bugging Drew Brees to the point where Brees is saying to Peyton, Sean Payton, hey man, we we just, we just co- go coach this guy? Or it's uh, already clearly losing a bunch of weight mm. and, and transforming his body in the early part of the offseason. That, hey, this is a guy who seems to understand for somebody who never really came across as real and authentic in his first year, seems to be acting real and authentic right now? I think, obviously, just the way he the way he played last year, dude, that, that I know you've got this toxic positivity about you, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But... If you even have a little sliver of human in you, there is no way you can look at yourself and go, I'm okay with what happened last year. And so, yeah, there there seems to me to be, there seems to me to be a little bit of honesty in that and understanding in that and willingness to to do things a different way. And yeah, right, right off the bat, you know, he looks slender on vacation and there's le- a little less social media posting, and the- I mean, he's his reputation's taking a hit. Not only as a player, but what's going on with the foundation and everything else. I mean, that that dude needs he needs to, to you know to be in a reparation project. Mm-hmm. Took a picture, allowed a picture, videos with no shirt on. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. I'll only take my shirt off if one thing has happened. Do you know what it is? Um, you got barbecue sauce spilled all the way down the front of it from wings from just slamming a bunch of wings. <laughs> no, no, you wear your shirt in the pool. Oh, if you've had your back waxed, boom. If we went with the boyzillion, <laughs> he's like, hey, oh, hey, it's Evans. They go get ready for the boyzillion. How you guys do? I want the full treatment. Every May, I go into my favorite place. I walk in. I'm greeted the same way. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mr. Evans, welcome back. Yes. I assume we're doing the Boyzillion. The Boyzillion. I said, oh, yeah. If you come uh, back only every May, do they have to start the process with a weed whacker? <laughs> 
Hey, you're not far All off. Right, we got we to gotta trim her down, boys. <laughs> Safety goggles, everybody. Safety goggles. <laughs> uh, what's, what's the drop? He, the guy's making a good point. <laughs> yeah. He's got a point. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. love, by the way, that one of our textures is the one that sent in the 1,300 people surveyed in the... No, I looked it up. Oh, did you? No, no, this is a... Uh, oh, somebody sent it. Somebody sent yeah, it. Yeah, no, this is it. a report from Yahoo Sports that... Um, yeah. I tell you what, I don't... The results stem from a poll sampling more than 1,300 responders. Yeah. Nearly 60% of the league's active players. I don't, I don't believe that for two seconds. But whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe so, so you think that instead of 1,300, it was about, well, about 200. Yeah. Like, I've been, I've been in those meetings when they pass those surveys out. Do they get left under the table? They get, like, well, you know what? In my day, we didn't care. Today, you know, in, in the millennial world that we live in where Uh-oh. we got a bunch of whiners. I'm not being treated fairly. I don't have enough time for video games. That's a minus. They make me take my work home. Minus. That's an F. That's an F. That's a D. Man, we got a bunch of... Yeah, somebody else texted. Today's generation loves reviews. Mm, well, you know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe, you know what? Maybe they did have 1,300 softer than butter players fill that out I knew I'd get one of these for you guys. oh you poor NFL players have to walk across the parking lot to a weight room oh the horror right <laughs> yeah yeah and that that'll get you a D well that's dumb it is but that it is, is dumb is come stupid. on the fact you that guys dispensed that justice this. and won back to back Super Bowls walking across the parking lot to the weight room no our weight room was where they're their cafeteria is now. So we because we didn't have a cafeteria. We didn't have meals served. We didn't have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I played I played what was it? Six years in Washington and every day they brought us they brought us McDonald's. Quarter pounder of the cheese, Ooh. cheeseburgers, Ooh. and filet fish. Oh. And if you went like a quarter nice. pounder of cheese, like Wednesday and Thursday, you're like, I better go to the filet of fish. She <laughs> packed on a couple extra pounds. <laughs> Want to go healthy. <laughs> yeah, give me some of that really healthy McDonald's fish. Yes. <laughs> it's real uh, simulated. It's real simulated <laughs> fish. Sim- simulated sort of fish. <laughs> You've heard of swordfish? This is sort of fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is the denversports.com front page. Uh, check out all the content, as always, added to and free throughout the course of the day for you. So uh, coming up, we had the trade yesterday for the Avs. Is there more coming? Plus some awesome Audio from Aaron Rodgers. We'll share that with you next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress, relax in your tub or shower from Bath Fitter. Bath Fitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. 
You're going to need a bigger boat. It's time for Schlereth and Evans' big story of the day. Funny, sister, you're so... You're so... Big. Here's Schlereth and Evans with this morning's biggest story in Denver sports. Big mistake. Big. Huge. After we're done here, I'm going to be going into the uh, other studio to lay down my Mile High Hockey podcast. Nice. Nice. Award-winning. It is award-winning. At least for another, I don't know, few weeks until the next award cycle starts. We'll see if I can go back-to-back. I'm going to try to continue my streak of never actually winning an award. We've uh, we've started doing, you do do a podcast. You and I do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's now, people can now view it. Go to... Mark Schlereth, uh, at Mark Schlereth on Twitter, you can see it. This one person said, hey, I saw it. Mark, you come across a lot smarter on your podcast than you do on the radio. Yeah, I'm not that smart. On either the podcast <laughs> or on the radio. I'm not that, I'm just not that bright. But see, I I embrace it. You do lean into it. You're very self-deprecating about it. Yeah, I just, I know that, like, there's a difference between being, like, having a horse sense and being smart and then being... Educated. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. some of the most educated people I've ever met in my entire life are absolute morons. Correct. Correct. And so I'd like to think that I have pretty good horse sense. All right. I right. like that. I'm not that, I'm not super educated. I mean, I do have a general studies degree from the University of Idaho. They're just not handing those out. No. No, you got you to gotta take a lot of... Random mythology classes <laughs> to, to, to get a degree with like Professor that. Zeus. That's right. So I'll be talking about the trade deadline and the mm-hmm. move that the Az made yesterday. Lars Eller, third line center, veteran player, and I saw a lot of mixed reviews to it from Az fans. Uh huh. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Okay, let's start there. It's a good trade. They are a better hockey team today than they were at this time yesterday. Okay. And, we'll take and here's why. Because he slides into your third-line center role. He's a better center, especially for the playoffs, than Alex Newhook is, who okay. is playing third-line center. Plus, this allows Newhook a lot less responsibility when you're playing wing as opposed to playing center. And I think for where Newhook is at his stage of his career, being able to play him on the wing third line, second line, whatever, is better for him and better for the team. So from that standpoint, they're better. But they still haven't addressed their biggest question, and that is what do you do to add to your top two lines? Whether it's a second line center, and I'm at the point where I don't think that's going to happen. Let me ask you this. What about, okay, so you get Lars as your third line center. Gives you flexibility with new hook to move him around like you mentioned. What about when Landy comes back? What about, like, then is that enough? Does that are you telling me that Landeskog is going to come back and be one hundred percent Landeskog for the playoffs? Yes. If I could, if you could guarantee that, I guarantee that, it. Then that would make my put that in your podcast job. As, <laughs> Mark, hey, folks, Mark Schlereth. I know a lot of you are really worried about Landy. Right. He's only just started skating. You know, is he going to be back for the playoffs? Right. Is he going to? Be, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Mark Schlereth. Says you can count on it, Landy. Huge. Give me a call. Let's talk. Boom. There. But I don't think you can count on it. As much as you are saying you can, you can't. And so I think you have to go out and add. And it has to be it has to be somebody that you're willing to give up one of your precious 
remaining first-round picks for you. You have a first-round pick in the next two years, but you have no second, no third. I can see why there's a part of this front office that says, yeah, we're in a championship window, but we can't completely ignore the future. I say you can because championship windows can close real quick. They're in one right now. You can't worry about a first-round pick who, if you use that first-round pick this year, probably isn't going to seriously be able to impact your chances of winning another Stanley Cup for at least another three to four years. Yeah. So, F would them you, picks. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Seriously, if you're the Rams, would you would you give up your world championship at, just to get all those picks back? No. Of course not. You got a world championship. So, I'm with you, Mike. I Like... If, if you can do something that significantly adds depth, quality depth, and adds to your first two lines, you do it. And who gives a rip if it's a first Do you need rider? to do it, though? Do you need to do it? Well, the, or, the, the real question is, if you, not if, when you get to the Stanley Cup Finals, are you going to meet a team... From the East, that you can't match. That you're a player short on your first two lines of matching. That's the that's the question, and I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. Well, here's a simple way of looking at it. Last year, you had Gabe Landeskog and Naz Kadri. Yeah. This year, you have fill in the blank. However, you think Gabe is going to be, uh-huh. if you're even going to have him, and no Kadri. Right. Last year you had Gabe Landeskog and Naz Kadri. This year you got who knows with Gabe Landeskog right. and JT Comfer. Is that does that give you the confidence mm. that they can go out and do what they did last year? If you think if you think they can, then you're fine and you're you're happy as heck about this Lars Eller deal because all it does is strengthen your third line. Right. If you're not then you're sitting here saying trade deadline's coming up tomorrow. You still got to go out and add, right. and it still needs to be a significant piece. And you got to be willing to give up a yeah. first round pick to do it. Hey, are you going to get Gabe Landeskog or Labe Gandeskog? Correct. Right. Correct. Because Gabe Landeskog, great. Yeah. Labe Gandeskog, not so good. Not what you're looking for. Nope. That guy is not good. He's an AHL player. Yeah. At best, he's a, he's at best a Colorado Eagle. Yeah. Land, land, Lab Gandiscog. Lab Gandiscog. Jeez. By the way, yeah. do you think? I just looked this oh, up. I just gave you a really pensive, like, really, like, I'm really interested, which you know that I'm not, but yeah. go ahead. Do you think mm-hmm. that Lars Eller Ooh. is the same nationality as Carl Soderbergh? Lars Eller and Carl Soderbergh. Soderbergh! Countrymen. Do you think so? Do they speak Latin? <laughs> no. They speak Roman. <laughs> Those Romans. You don't think I've watched Gladiator? I know how those Romans speak. Uh, no. Carl Soderberg is Swedish. Uh-huh. Lars Eller is Danish. Danish. It's only two things, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the line? There's only two things I can't I can't stand. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs>
What's that from again? Yeah, it's from like one of the one of the uh, uh, Austin Powers movies. Okay, right. Small hands, like carny workers. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if Lars Eller has small hands. Huh? I doubt it. He's a hockey player. Think he wears wooden shoes? Oh yeah, he leaves the stadium in wooden claws. <laughs> There's no question. And later hosen. Do Dutch wear later hosen? I don't think, I think it's German. That's a German right? thing, isn't it? What do Dutch wear besides wooden clogs? Don't they wear those like pointy hats on top of their head? Dunce caps? No, no. <laughs> In case you were wondering, folks, what's up with Mark? Mark was up till 10 o'clock on Tuesday night. Three nights in a row. He was up until 10 o'clock last night hosting an event at uh, Shanahan's. Yes. You're hanging out with Mike Shanahan. And so he's not used to being up. Uh, Papa Bear's not used to being up mm. past 8 o'clock. Yeah. So two straight I, nights like, has led to Punchy Mark, which, yeah. by the way, I love. I mm. am Sign me up for Punchy Mark. Not every day. That'd be, exa- that'd be exhausting. I start hunkering but, down at about 8.02. Yeah, but if I could get if I can get Punchy Mark at least once a day, I think I, I speak on behalf of all the listeners saying, sign me up. Punchy Mark is fun. Oh, look, he's rubbing his eyes. Oh, oh, I get like that. And I'm tired. I start right. to rub my eyes. Next like thing a, you know, I'll like be scratching my back you know. in one of the door jams. <laughs> like a big bear getting ready to hibernate. I've always been like that. When I get tired, you know, there was always a tell with my kids. Like, I'd always tell when my kids were ready for a nap. You know, they always start people, rubbing their eyes. Somebody, people from Denmark aren't Dutch. Huh. Well, I don't know. I'll check into it. <laughs> All right, we got Fever's like, wow, haven't seen this in a while. <laughs> uh, but you sign up for that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Uh, all right, some, we got some great Aaron Rodgers audio for you. This, Whatever you may have thought negatively about Aaron Rodgers, whatever beef you may have had with Aaron Rodgers, we're going to play stuff that all is going to be forgiven. Next. <laughs> Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Let's face it, Aaron Rodgers, over the last couple of years, has uh, come across as weird out there. Like, dude, can you be a dude? Can you be a guy? You know, can, can, you, can, you, can you be relatable? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Let me play this for you. So he was uh, doing an interview, and he was talking about his four-day darkness retreat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Aaron Rodgers, everything I've said about you, yeah. hero. Forgotten. I had very, very smooth, smooth. How many times do you have? How many times do you have a ghost where you and then you wipe and there's nothing there? That was. Honestly, that was most of the time. It was. It was. I've great. had like less than ten go in my life. Oh my! Yeah, no, in my life's not not that many. It's obviously all diet related because you know I was grubbing on these big salads that, that they had for us, and that's probably a little out of the norm for you know to eat a humongous salad like every mm. single dinner. But yeah, my dumps were super smooth, and <laughs> in my mind, now this is my own rationalization, they were they were all two wipers. They were yeah. two wipers and, and done. Cleaning Honestly, whistle. they were multiple, though, that I didn't even think I needed a wipe. That's beautiful. This guy's my hero. He just, he's back to being Aaron frickin' Rogers. Yeah. The belt, 
Right. Everything. The belt. I own you. Yeah. Everything. Gone is the ghee butter. Yeah. I don't even care about the retreat anymore. The retreat's great. Got him back centered, focused. Talking about important things like consistency of your poop. How many wipes it takes. It's good, clean living. That's what guys talk about. It like, is what guys talk about. I learned something today. Mm-hmm. Go, what? Ghost poop. You ever had the ghost turd? Okay, hold on now. Before we, before I, before I respond, uh-huh. do we really want to go down this road? Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Ghost turds like a torpedo and it just swoop right down the toilet, like right down the pipe. Like you're like, where'd it go? Yeah, like you're looking down there, kind of peeking around, going, I know, I just went poo. What, what happened? Like seriously, what? it like disappears. Yeah, just good. Like it, it's it's what's so, going on? It's <laughs> it is. It is so... Sorry, this is what guys talk about. It's so tapered on both ends. You just whoosh it, and it's gone. Really? Oh, yeah, history. Like a heat-seeking missile. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, a, it's like it, it knows exactly... It right down there, and you're like... This is without flushing. Yeah, it's just like, where to go? I mean, there's nothing in there. There's no evidence. So, ghost turd. Ghost turd. I'd never heard of the ghost white. Ghost white? Ghost turd. Now, the, the guy that he was on with is true. It's It's... When that happens... Dude, you want to write home about that? You want to like call your buddies and oh, it's I want to I want to instantly on the check. Like I want I want to text you. I, I right it, right instantly on. The, it's the holy grail, right? Or when you go Mount Vesuvius. Okay, before we go down this road, yeah. is this something that you want to do? Yeah, the Mount Vesuvius yes! is when it actually peaks out the, the water. <laughs> Stop it! You're Stop like, it! You're like, Stop holy no, no. Moses. No, 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 no. What did I have? No, no, yeah. no. When you go no, Mount... No, you, no. You've never gone Mount Vesuvius well, on them? I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying anything. But, um, no, that's... Come on. Huge. That's, a, even that's Nate, another one you take Even Nate Jackson of. is sitting there going, you've gone too far, Stink. And Mark and Nate loves talking about that stuff. Look at it. Uh, Mark is correct. I have experienced the ghost turd, Cameron and Longmont. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. Oh, oh, Aaron Rodgers, we're good. We are good. Yeah, we are back. Okay, now I know it's called. Yeah. Somebody called it the uh, what do they call it? The the pinch cinch or the oh. No, what, what what did one person call it earlier? I can't remember now. Oh, that was a that was a long that was that a was long, well over an hour ago. So. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Okay, all right. Aaron Rodgers. We've saw like today. We've I, I'd like we to have think solved that we've a lot of the world's problems. Not only solved a lot, but I think we've educated. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like even people who take this stuff seriously probably have learned some stuff. Yes. That they'll now apply to their own lives. I would hope. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I would hope. I mean, um, the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. The more you Correct. Know. Correct. So, something else we talked about today that I, I, I wanted to circle back. I was just talking to Raj during the, during the break. And he says, I think they could be a 10-win team this year. Broncos. Okay. And I think we, we have to be careful. When we talk about the upside for Sean Payton, this coaching staff, even a revitalized Russell Wilson, what is a realistic expectation? 
And can you go to 10? Even with a 17-game schedule, there's still something about 10 wins that that number's kind of magical. In the AFC, everybody's playing 17 games. AFC last year, only five teams got to 10 wins or more. Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, the Ravens, and Chargers. Chargers. That's it. So to to casually sit back and go, yeah, I think the Broncos are a 10-win team. Yeah. Nine, nine, I'm absolutely with you. But to be able to make that next jump to 10... People always look at that too, like, well, what's the difference? It, it, uh, for whatever reason, guys, it's like magic. It's like the ghost herd. It's, it's like 10 is just a different deal. When you get to double digits, it's a different, it's a different deal. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I can see, like, if somebody wanted to go nine, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I, I, I can go there. If somebody wants to bet the over on nine, I was like, yeah, no. I would like if if I had to put amount of money that mattered to me on either you have to take over nine or under nine. I'd take under nine. Yeah. Right. It, it was like it, here's the bet: you either have to take eight or you have to take not or ten. Yeah. Where you can't take nine, either eight or nine. Eight. Where'd you put your number? Absolutely. I'd put, I'd put it on eight. Yeah. So can can this team go nine and eight and we can feel good about it? As I always say, depends on how they finish. Not like how are they finishing the season at nine and eight? You know, if they fall apart toward the end of the season, no. But if they're scrambling, trying to get in the playoffs, they're closed, then yeah, you'd look at that and go, Hey man, we've we've made progress. Arrows going up. Yeah, and it depends also on and how, you know, how Russell Wilson plays. Well, yeah. No. Well, if they get to nine wins, yeah, you would assume that he played well. You know, he would. If they get to nine, they don't even have to get to ten. If they get to nine, you're confident he will have played at a level that you can feel good about moving, moving forward. forward with him. Yes, like the, not where you don't have to sit there and go, okay, what are we doing? What are we going to do about about him? Right, It'd be like the old, the old song, him. Remember that song. No. Why don't you sing it for me? You don't remember? No. Him, 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 what we gonna do about him? It was uh, Rupert Holmes. Of course I know that song. Are you kidding me? That's in my Yacht Rock wheelhouse. Yes. I just wanted you to sing. Yes. And Fever will add it to your soundtrack that we are going to put together and we're going to release for the holidays. A pack of cigarettes, not my brand, you understand, sometimes a girl forgets. <laughs> yeah. Over by the window, oh. yeah. there's a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not I, my brand. I get to not my brand. You understand. You understand. Sometimes a girl Smoking ears with her boyfriend. Wait a minute. We have to get to the chorus. We have to. We just have to. I know who left those smokes behind. We can't leave. And I'll say I'm not blind. Oh, go ahead. To him. 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 What's she gonna do about him? Three of us 
Three is one too many of us. That's one of the lines in here. Three is one too many of us. Let me say, now that we've arrived at the end, Punchy Mark is the best. Okay? It's the best. But I have to tell you, I'm glad it doesn't happen too often. Really? I'm exhausted. This has been... Beginning needing smoke. I need to smoke. This has been... It's been a wild ride. It's been a wild three-hour hashtag Buckham ride. I may stay up till ten again. Oh, on a Friday too? Yeah. Oh, oh, that might go up, Buttercup. If you if you take Punchy Mark mixed with Friday Mark, exactly. That's like that's that's crossing the streams right Mm -hmm. there, man. I don't know if anybody. I don't know if we can handle that. We're done. We're gonna hand things off to uh, the Players Club. And uh, ghost poops. Next. <laughs> when your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits.